Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Ask the Therapist. It's lovely to have you here. How is everybody doing? Here in the UK, we are in February and it is lockdown number three. And I'm in Manchester. I'm at home today. Um, It's been raining for about 48 hours. Um, I'm in Manchester, so it does rain a lot, but this feels quite intense. I'm not in my usual setup, so that's throwing me a little bit. Um... Amazon parcels might be arriving, dogs might be barking, so we're just going to see how we get on. It's lovely and quiet in my in my office, so I, I never have to worry about what's going on around me. So today I'm doing an episode on limiting beliefs. It's I feel it's so important. I Everybody I see in clinic, we work on this at some point in one way or another, and I've been wanting to do this episode for a while. It's my sense it's going to be one of their most popular ones. Because our belief system is something that is constantly with us. It shapes how we think, how we feel, what are, what we do, and often our futures. Our beliefs are so central to who we are and provide a lens for which we see ourselves, the world, and others. So when you get to the point of wanting to alter something in your life, generally you need to think about changing your belief systems that are no longer serving you. Our beliefs have often developed from our past experiences and they can get outdated and they end up that they don't serve you anymore and they can hold you back or start limiting you. So limiting beliefs limit our lives, our relationships and our opportunities. So we need to become more aware of them and with awareness becomes the opportunity to change our beliefs. So it's really important, as I say, we manage our minds in the same way as we prioritise our bodies. And, you know, our brains are really important and often so neglected. But if you're listening to this, you are prioritising your mental health and your mind. And, you know, this is really exciting because it means that you have the opportunity to kind of live life in terms of the truest version of, of you and make sure that you take all the opportunities you want to and you don't have beliefs or mindsets that are outdated and can be holding you back. So I'm going to give you a formula to help you work with and limit your limiting beliefs. So it's an opportunity to remember that we are constantly evolving and changing. You know, if you think about who you are now compared to the person you were five years ago and who you could be in five years time, we are not static. Our minds are not static. Our mental health isn't. We're constantly changing, reappraising things depending on our experience and moving forward. But you have control over that. So you can give it some input and really work with kind of reaching the version of you that you kind of want to become and making sure you evolve and develop in the way you want to. So the goal of this episode is to help you understand what limiting beliefs are, the impact they could be having on your life, how to become more aware of your limiting beliefs and how to start working with them differently and then changing them. First, I'm going to recount what I was first taught about beliefs and our belief system at CBT school. So, and this really helped me understand what our belief system is and how it works. And it starts with onions. Now, bear with me and be tolerant. There is a risk I could butcher this. It was a while ago, but I have good confidence that none of my teachers are going to be listening to my podcast. So I can do a little bit of butchering, I think. 
But it it's this kind of helped me understand how our belief system operates. So we are in some ways like onions. We are layered from a psychological perspective. At the core of us is our core beliefs that we hold about ourselves, the world, how the world works and other people as well. So these beliefs come from all the experiences we have and sometimes really, really early experiences and maybe experiences we can't remember. So we develop core beliefs and we can hold them really tightly. Some of the beliefs that people often kind of say out loud are, or that you might recognise, I'm not perfect, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve, I'm not likeable, I'm not lovable, I'm incapable, or I'm weak. What you'll notice about these statements are that they are just that, they're statements, and they are I am. They're very tightly held, aren't they? And they can be central to us. Now, sometimes if things are going well in our lives, they can fall into the background. For example, if I think I'm not clever, which I didn't do well at school, so that has been one of mine. As long as I'm doing really well in my work and I go on a training course and I do really well in it, that kind of core belief will go into the background. But if I fail an exam, it can come charging to the forefront of, of my mind and it gets it gets triggered effectively. So the core belief springs back into action and it can trigger a lot of self-criticism and make difficult situations much more difficult. When limiting beliefs are triggered, they are at the forefront of our mind and they organise how we think, feel and what we do. So they, they are organising your mind. If you have another belief, that will organise your mind as well. So it's really useful to start to kind of get a bit objective about how we are thinking, get a bit of distance between our what's going on automatically in our minds and our thoughts and our beliefs and just think, you know, get a bit of flexibility. With new beliefs, it will change how you think, feel and what you do. So with core belief is at the centre of the onion, you, and the next layer from the core beliefs are that we develop something called assumptions as a result of our beliefs. So assumptions are if-then statements. So, for example, if I'm not perfect, then people won't like me. Or if I'm out of control, then I won't cope. If I'm weak, then I don't deserve. So in therapy, if somebody says I'm out of control, I will often try and finish that sentence for them. So I'll say, if and then, if you're out of control, what does that mean for you? So I get the assumption that goes with it. So if you hear your friends saying, I'm this, I'm that, you kind of think about what does that mean then for them? And that gives you the assumptions. The next layer is that our beliefs and assumptions shape how we think, then how we feel and what we do. So a core limiting belief, I'm not perfect, the assumption would be I must be perfect or people won't like me. The thoughts that will develop around this, which is the next layer, will be around judging yourself, the minds of others, feeling anxious will be the feeling, which will be the next layer. And the behaviour might be to overwork, overcompensate, really double check your work, make sure it's perfect. So generally do things that are pretty exhausting. So hopefully that helps you kind of see how the onion is built. So core beliefs, assumptions, and then thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So in CBT, we 
often work with people on the outer layer. Research has shown that this is really effective. We work at altering thinking, which changes how people feel and what they do, and therefore the worlds they live in. Because you can either work on the core belief, which filters out, or the thoughts, which filters in and alters the core belief. If we keep doing things differently and having different experiences and having different results, it will alter your core beliefs that often are limiting. So as CBT therapists, we often start helping people change how they think, and this will in turn alter feelings and behaviour and then eventually core beliefs or limiting beliefs but sometimes we need to work with core beliefs first we have tried working with thoughts and it just hasn't been that effective and often if we see people for a longer term you'll end up working with core beliefs because it's it's you know if if you've worked on some thinking you can loosen core beliefs but sometimes it's just useful to actually work on people's belief systems and sometimes people come to therapy and the core belief is just stands out it's so obvious people know they have it they know they have this belief and they can't shift it and they specifically really want to work on it and in that case we'll work on the core belief so let's look at the impact limiting beliefs can have on our lives and I'm sure you know many and most of us are aware of some of the limiting beliefs or unhelpful things we believe about ourselves are and we are already aware of how they are impacting us but they can make difficult situations worse they can reduce our opportunities mean that we don't take risks they can prevent us from having the relationships we want to have or going for jobs that we might have gone for. They make us feel anxious and generally not live up to our full potential. We like our worlds to feel comfortable and make sense to us. And this is even if it doesn't support us, which is the strange thing. So if I think I'm poor then if I had an influx of money, I'd likely spend it quickly because um, and get back to feeling poor again because that's what I know and that's what's comfortable. My world makes sense when I don't have any money. So life aligns with our belief systems. So oppositely, if I think I'm rich, when I get money, I might be more careful with that and, you know, have this mindset of abundance rather than a lack mindset so life aligns with our belief systems that's another way it kind of impacts us so how can you identify your limiting beliefs the core limiting beliefs that you have well I am biased but working with a therapist having the mind of somebody else be objective and listen to how you talk about yourself others and the world will help you identify limiting beliefs that you're holding and you'll know if you've been to my website that I'm um, a huge advocate for journaling and I think if you can't see a therapist for whatever reason journaling is a really another way to bring awareness of your mind get to know yourself let the story of you kind of unfold and with that you'll learn about your inner thoughts and your beliefs I think it is useful if you're journaling to have a do it with the aim of getting to know yourself and how the belief system so you would want to be asking yourself how are you feeling about yourself and notice the I am statements that crop up when you're journaling notice are there patterns that keep popping up in your life and just think about events and experiences 
and what beliefs you could be holding that could be fueling this or that could be, you know, behind some of these experiences you're having. Watch out for I don't, I can't and I'm not statements. So when you hear yourself say I can't, so often behind that is a very limiting belief or I'm not or I don't, you know, they are very factual solid statements about yourself that's what you're looking for to identify your limiting beliefs ask your close friends family or partners they will often be able to indulge you in your um, limiting beliefs they'll be maybe more obvious to them than they are to you sometimes and when you are feeling particularly triggered so on a really bad day which we all have when it hits the farm sit down and think about how you feel about yourself. Because remember that these limiting core beliefs, when we are triggered, they shoot forward and come to the foreground. So then you're more likely to be able to capture the I am statement. So you want to be asking yourself, how do you feel about yourself? What are the I am statement? Okay, so we have looked at the impact limiting beliefs can have on your life and how we can start identifying them so now what next so once you've identified a limiting belief that you want to work on write it down I think that's a really important step getting it out of your head and down on paper it gives you a bit of distance bit of objectivity towards that statement because what you're wanting to do is often when it's just going round in us internally in our mind, it's very fixed and we want to try and loosen this belief. And sometimes, do you know, just writing it down, looking at it in front of you, you think this, this is ridiculous. So that can loosen it. And then I want you to give it a rating out of 100%. So think about how much you believe this belief. And I want you to do that a few times um, because when you are having a good day, you might believe it 30%. When you're having a bad day, you might believe it 100%. Um, And that can be helpful for next time you're having a bad day recognizing that this isn't a fixed belief it alters and how much you believe it changes so that makes you think how factual is it actually and also you want to if you've got a a belief that you hold about yourself that you know is limiting you you know it's unhelpful and you believe it 90% you want to be working on getting that down and we know that what is measured gets managed. That's something that I am really trying in the year of 2021 to measure more of of what I'm doing in order to achieve my goals. So what gets measured gets done. Notice where you are now with your belief because you're going to be changing it. So the next step is then to think about the belief that you would like to hold. One of the beliefs that comes up a lot with clients is I'm not good enough. So you'd think, well, I want to get to I'm good enough. But if you've held a belief that I'm not good enough for a really long time, to go from that to I'm good enough can feel like a huge jump. So sometimes you need to be, you need to have a stretch goal, which is the long-term belief you want to get to I'm good enough, where you solidly, you say that to yourself and you feel it in your body. 
but for now it might be getting to I'm okay. I like not too much pain and to do things quite slowly. I think it builds a solid foundation of change. I think it's useful to see things and changes. Like I've talked a lot about goals and changes in the last couple of episodes. You might want to recap, but I think it needs to be realistic. You need to feel like you can get there. So having a ridiculous kind of new belief that feels kind of way way out of line with how you what you believe now can just feel out of reach so come up with a kind of a short-term belief that in that somewhere in the middle that feels realistic and and rate that as well so give that a belief rating out of 100% and look at how that fluctuates because on good days that will be bigger as as well so you know it, it will wax and wane as they say and then have a think about do you know where the negative limiting core belief came from can you identify a compassionate narrative for why it's in your life what function it could be serving and this can be useful for some people you don't have to do this part of it but I think it's sometimes useful to create a compassionate narrative for why your mind is how it how it is it's often it's really understandable it's come from experiences that have been out of your control and it can just soften some of the self-criticism around a limiting belief. Sometimes it can give you an idea of the function the belief has or, you know, it can help you understand some of your behaviours as well. The next thing I want you to do with the, the limiting belief, you've named it, you've written it down, you've rated how much you believe it at the moment. I want you to think about how it's impacted you in the past how it impacts you now and how it could play out in in your future if it carries on as well. I think this is important because it can really help you build your why of why you're changing it when you really look at it, you know, and then this can be something you know, that can be really tough to do, you know, so you might want to do that with a therapist or it might be something you want to spend a bit of time on your own doing or with a friend. But I think some for some people that can be useful. So the impact it's had on your past, the impact it's having now and the impact it could have in your future. And then it's about working up, building up the new belief a bit like a muscle. So see the new belief as a muscle and you need to take it to the gym and tone it up. I want you to journal every day about the evidence that supports your new belief. So my new belief is I'm clever every day. I need to write down about five things that says, yeah, I've got good intelligence. I'm really clever. You know, if that's where I want to get to, you need to be finding the evidence because we look for the information that matches with our belief system. Remember before I say our life aligns with our belief system because we're always looking for the evidence. We're always matching stuff up. We don't often, we look for the evidence generally of the negative stuff. We're not very good at looking for the positive. So that's what you have to work on. What's the evidence for your new positive belief that you want to build up? And every night before bed or, you know, create a habit of of journaling or putting notes in your phone of thinking, What's the evidence that matches the new belief? And I want you to notice how it feels in your body. So it's one thing doing it with your mind, logically going, well, I passed this test and I passed that exam and I knew how to do this and I didn't used to be able to do whatever, but now I can. 
and you can do that like a story and that won't be as sticky as if you really think yeah I'm clever I'm okay and notice how you feel it in your body so you want to match the emotional quality with the thought and with writing it down so you're pairing those two things together because some people kind of might say to me well I know I'm clever but I don't feel it and that's because of that mismatch so then you need to kind of build up the build up the feeling you know do something that's really clever and really kind of give yourself a pat on the back and go yeah that's really good notice how it feels in the body and that's how you can get I know I'm clever and I, I feel it and I feel good and I feel confident about about that it's a physical visceral feeling in your body that you're also working at I think it's important to get out of your comfort zone to build up this new muscle and new belief. So the more you do things behaviourally that's out of your comfort zone, things that go against that old limiting belief. So if I have, you know, I can't do sports, if that's I'm, you know, rubbish at sports and I join a hockey team and I go every single day and become good at it. I can't ignore that evidence after a while. I have to I have to shift from I'm not a sports person, I'm not sporty to I'm OK. Another common one is I can't do maths. How many people do you hear say that? I can't do maths. My brain doesn't work like that. And actually, having spoke to lots of maths teachers, that you know, that is just a limiting belief because it's just facts so the more training you have in maths and you pass a, a maths GCSE you ha you can't hold on to that negative limiting belief for much longer another way to kind of help develop the new belief system is to live life like you have your belief system in place already so you'll be really clear on what belief you're working to like if it's I'm okay everything that you face and approach in life Think about if I had that belief, instead of I'm not good enough, if I had the belief I'm okay and I'm doing all right, what decision would I make? How would my posture be? How would I feel? How would I hold myself? How would I talk? Would I go for that new job? Would I end that relationship? Would I call that friend? If I had the belief I'm okay, what decisions would I make? And you practice almost a little bit like role playing. You practice living with this new belief until it becomes you. So they say fake it till you make it. And that's exactly kind of in short what you're doing. And I think it's really effective and a great, a great way to kind of tone up new belief systems. And this, you know, this is really tough, changing belief systems. It takes time, but it's completely achievable. And it's not looking at, you know, the how overwhelming it feels to change a belief system and the end result. It's just thinking, just focus every day on the strategies and things you can do to build a new belief system up. You know, focus on the little things and it will pay you tons of rewards back going in the future. You'll just kind of maybe do it set a reminder in your phone to check it in three months time and you know review where you were with your old belief and your new belief because you've measured it from the start you kind of put a how much you believe those beliefs um you can see how far you've come and the changes that you've made and I think once you start doing that you know once you've changed one belief you can change others
and just build more confidence in yourself. So I think that's a really important note that we need to be checking in with ourselves on a really regular basis. What are we saying to ourselves? What are those limiting beliefs that might be going around in our minds, organising our thoughts, our behaviours and how we feel? So I hope you found this episode useful and hopefully now you are maybe a little bit more aware of the limiting beliefs you have or you know what you can do to kind of increase your awareness of those limiting beliefs and some of the strategies to build in a new belief system that's going to be more useful to you. Make sure that you live your life to your fullest potential and generally make you a lot happier. And when we are a lot happier, everybody that surrounds us and that loves us is a lot happier as well. So really investing with yourself is an investment in your whole life and everybody around you as well. So I hope you found that useful. And I will be back on the first Monday of next month with a new episode. I've not decided on what to do as yet. Um, But if you want to drop me a line, you can come to my website at sarahdreese.co.uk or I'm on Instagram and I have a Facebook group called Ask the Therapist. So it'd be lovely to see you on social media. I've been a little quieter on social media over the last month or so because I'm easing my way back into 2021 just taking my time with things but have a lovely month you take care